1: Every three parsecs. Tim's Tesseract.com. Tim's Tesseract.com.
3: So, you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look, but that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy.
0: trippy music you know what time it is it's time it's Wednesday it's 2 o'clock it's time for some call me Tim oh I never time it out right you'd think that after doing this show for a couple years I'd know when that part in the music comes but I'm always surprised Uh, today big surprise I lost my phone last night singing karaoke during a dance break at least I think I did I'm going to have to backtrack, backtrack my steps today. Uh, but So I don't know who I was supposed to have as a guest today. Uh, it was in my phone, and I couldn't remind them because I don't know who they are. So big apologies. Uh, I'm just going to start out today and read the rest of Jane 6 for you guys. Um and then we'll put on an old, some call me Tim, and I'll go try to find my phone. <laughs> I think we did. Uh, um, we, I read through, did I read seven or not? Um, oh, here we go. So uh, seven, we're starting with seven tonight. Cats didn't exist in new, in new SF 2222. Neither did birds, rats, or other vermin. The only pets that still existed were ferrets because their meat was worthless for dining. Most animals had been extinct since 2121 because of the famine years following the water wars when people would eat anything to survive. That was before the recycling recycling catheter system of the towers had been developed. People didn't like eating people, but they had no problem feeding themselves from themselves. And if you told them the water they drank was recombinant from the urine they expelled, no problem. No one really knew what the brown goo they subsisted on was. But they had ideas, and no one knew what cows were, because books hadn't been used in education for over a hundred years. Jane Six thought the meat she received once a week to survive the UTIUD's colonial inhabitation of her uterus was cow, because it cost 4,000 bit blocks a bloody scrumptious square. But she had no idea. She gobbled it raw and always wanted more. But with a host compensation of 1,000 bit blocks a week, it would take... A month for a tiny extra bit of red viscous flesh. The weekly ration just wasn't enough to satisfy her cravings. Well, the UTIUD's cravings. This tiny alien colony of 30,000 required Jane Six's uterus to be constantly full of menstrual fluid, but she'd never have a period again. She'd never have to breed nor could she. Any insertion into her vaginal canal would murder thousands of them and a jaculate of any kind could abort the colony. The controllers would never allow that because the UTIUD were renting by the month and they paid handsomely for Jane Six. They thrived off high iron, specifically meat, and the supplements Jane Six received were just enough to keep the colony happy with the weekly ration. But Jane Six was miserable. No other food sufficed and her cravings were becoming intolerable. She'd have to find the answer soon and was sure that Kim 12 had it. You kill them if you don't like them? Jane Six's mind was spinning. Well, I've only killed one so far. Kim 12 was noticeably nonchalant, but I've only had one client, so... Jane shrunk back into the plush surface. He smelled like cheese, "'I don't think Ken's get a kongan tap,' "'and I asked him to come into the immersion chamber with me, "'but he refused. "'He didn't like my questions or insinuations about his hygiene "'and tried to shut me up with his dick in my mouth. "'Obviously I had to do something. "'I mean, he wasn't going to stop, and I don't have a chip, "'and I certainly didn't want his cheesy thing anywhere near me.' "'Jane Six shuddered. "'She never could have been a sexer, "'mostly because she liked being Jane Six. "'She'd seen those sexers in the hallway "'always applying gloss to their lips.' and didn't want to think of what ken's parts putting of what putting ken's parts in her parts would be like kim 12 finished so i bit it off where did you put it jane 6 was thinking about blood filling kim's 12's mouth and how delightful that would be despite the cheesy nature of ken's member what is dick holy marinal jane 6 gross what do you want with this dick i thought your little people wouldn't let you have any no, Kim-12, the whole Ken. Jane-6 was hoping she could siphon some blood out of Ken and keep it in her food unit for morning smoothies. Blending some Ken juice with her a- water, water apple would be heavenly and blood just might service the emptiness in her tank. People are surprisingly easy to dispose of unnoticed in the Miss-Shawn. Well, in the Ten Lawn, too. I mean, that first Ken was easy and Jane-6 cut her off. So there's none of them left? You didn't save anything? She wanted to cry. Jane Six really thought Kim Twelve would have the immediate answer to stop the aching in her core. Kim Twelve sauntered to her food unit and produced a vapor-sealed bag with Ken's severed dick. I was hoping to keep it for a trophy, you know, to remember the good times. But I suppose you can have it. It's only a day old. Jane Six licked her lips and reached excitedly for the bag. You're really going to eat the dick that I refused? The irony of this doesn't go unnoticed by me, you know. Jane Six couldn't ask what irony was because her mouth was full of Ken's tasty, raw, blood-filled dick. All right, that was seven. Moving on to eight. And thank you guys for listening to this. It's timstesseract.com is where they're available. And it's Jane Six, and this is number eight. I'm just reading, and I appreciate you listening to it if you are. Um, because I need to read it myself cause I have to keep writing it <laughs> and I, I sort of forgot what I wrote. It's been a while. Uh, here is installment eight. Patch me through to Jane Six's cognitive input. The kitty faced leader's voice screeched into the comm center before his furred body joined it. It was squeaky and high pitched, a sign of excitement or fury. Tone wasn't an indicator the UTIUD used in their communications. The UTI officer inside home base, deeply implanted in Jane Six's uterus, quickly opened the voice to brain interface. Jane Six, this is Commander Kasvot of the UTIUD. Can you hear me? Jane Six swallowed the last bite of numberless Ken. Her hunger finally sated. Yes, I can hear you, Commander Kasvot. She spoke out loud, and Kim-12 grabbed her sound buds. Host and residence conversations were private, even if Jane Six didn't know that the brain link meant her vocal cords weren't necessary. Jane Six was nervous. Maybe numberless Ken was a bad source of meat, but they asked for meat and didn't specify what kind. Jane Six didn't really know what meat was a few days ago, and she couldn't believe in the huge things called cows and open lands without buildings or plants or trees. She'd only seen digital renderings of nature, it was a visual package available for the 400-bit block upgrade in the window and wall section of her space in Diamond Heights, but it only had birds, not cows, trees, not flowers. Chain six, I just had to inform you immediately whatever meat you just ingested was. Commander Casfot stopped to wipe a tear from beneath his slanted furred lib. Absolute perfection. Whatever supplements and weekly rations they have provided up to this point are shoddy lackluster and potentially dangerous for our colony and you. Without meat, we'd eventually be forced to eat away from your body, starting with the uterine casing. But as you can understand, this arrangement needs to be mutually beneficial for both our long and continued survival. Pays off flat. Pays us flat. If we eat too much of you, you die. Subsequently, we die. The supplements they have you on bring us dangerously close to harvesting your cells for food. But whatever you just masticated immediately fulfilled our resources. Can you make this source available daily? Jane Six didn't want to volunteer Kim-12 services, but figured there'd be much more meat to go around. Kim 12 was living the sexer lifestyle without the forced sex. Not that sexer sex was forced because they did make the choice to remove their own cortex and it was safe because they couldn't actually breed and that chip really did make them want it all the time so it wasn't really forced but if Kim 12 did it it now it was only because she wanted to. Imagine. Choice as a sexer. Jane 6 was sure there was a food box filled with meat in her future. She licked her lips and nodded. Jane Six's brain automatically calmed the UTIUD, but she used her voice anyway. Commander Caspot, I don't think meat is going to be a problem anymore. Kim Twelve removed her buds. They hear your brainwaves, dummy. You don't have to talk to them out loud. And what did you just volunteer me for? All right. Number nine. Periodical installment number nine. "'I really don't think it's a good idea for you to be here "'when I get my next client request. "'We're only allowed to turn away one for every 30, "'and if you're here without a two-sexer request, "'he could raise a flag to my number.' Kim-12 scrolled through her VibroVax settings, "'decided on hair removal, and skimmed her sleek calves. "'You're clearly not a sexer.' "'Offended Jane Six spluttered, "'Well, either are you. "'And how would whoever he is think you aren't? "'What makes you so different?' Am I not sexer enough? She pursed her lips, then relaxed them to the familiar sexer gape. Kim 12 laughed. Sweetie, don't take it the wrong way. You look different. I look same. My legs, my skin, my smell are all sexer. They never look at my eyes until it's too late. They see what they expect and expect what they paid for. I become real as they die and hopefully not even that soon. A simple calm flag and the controllers send out the guns. They've got this whole building rigged for floor by floor contained explosion none of us matter at least not sexers you're a host you're important and you're not jane six knew the words were wrong as they slipped from her mouth don't be dumb when you aren't i know we can't read yet but i'm working on that but don't pretend to think that we have value to them value to them jane six you have value now because colonies rent hosts from the controllers monthly and if your hosts like you they'll demand your safety but sexers are worthless. Who they who they were died when their cortex was removed. They're just meat that gives a good fuck, and more appropriately, fucking meat that won't fight back. Kim-12 changed the VibroVac setting to massage her thighs. Anyway, you don't want to see what I plan to do to him this time. If you're here, you're going to see exactly how I make your meat. And meat is murder. I can help. Jane-6 knew she couldn't help. The whole purpose of meat was to keep the 30,000 UTIUD happy and nourished so they wouldn't eat her from the inside, uterus first. She couldn't put herself in any danger, nor was she a killer. She'd be useless to Kim-12 and just in the way. You know you can't, but I appreciate the blind motivation to help me help you. By this time tomorrow, I'll have a fresh cold box of Tom, Dick, or Harry. Go check out the amenities in Diamond Heights. You've barely broken in your new domicile. Kim-12 reached out to hug Jane Six. Please don't worry. I like my new job. And now it has a more important purpose. Keeping my friend alive. Number 10. Kim-12 liked killing just enough to be dangerous in San Francisco 2222. There were so many people and numbered names were ubiquitous nothings. Servants to each other and the controllers but numbers rarely met the singularly named. They resided in single homes of no more than four stories in the marina. Such a strange name alluding to water. Kim-12 had seen old-timey pictures of the bay, now a patchwork of buildings surrounding the Al-Katraz monument. A paw-shaped spire Rose from the central rock to commemorate the tragic loss of all felines, thus saving humanity from the first invasion sanctioned by the Intergalactic Space Federation in twenty ninety nine. The top of the spire forever bowed its paw to their sacrifice and hopefully stood as a reminder that we humans were supposed to be the invaded were supposed to be the invading alien lupines food source. Whatever it stood for, all cat raz was surrounded by buildings. The water that once surrounded it, now inside buildings and bodies. Every drop being used, filtered and used again. Molecule feeding molecule in an artificially designed closed system. So killing was easy, because the only thing the system missed was water. And murder made more of it. No one would miss a Ken 33 or a Stan 69, just like no one would miss a Kim 12, except Jane 6. Kim 12's sex quester pressed the button com, Dick 14 sex quest for Kim 12. He adjusted his junk and considered his kink. I scan for transaction, please. Actually, I'm supposed to say that. To, I scan for transaction, please. Molasses sex stripped from Kim 12's voice. But I've never transferred bit blocks until after the fulfilled sex quest. Dick 14 wasn't stupid. He didn't pay if they were dead. And who didn't choke their sexers? Kim 12 flashed a perfectly perfectly perfect pink nipple to the screen beneath the calm, and slowly mold please please i scan for transaction i want it please dick 14 had never had a sexer like this one he was already hard maybe they wrote a new algorithm into those wacky chips they stuck into the broad's brain so he could stick oh so he could stick dick 14 whatever he wanted maybe sex questing would be more fun if sexers did more than wetly drool more and ooh even an oh would be welcome and stare blankly into the lights maybe sometimes he strangled them just to see if there was a difference to the sex questers alive or dead it was hard to tell so his experimentation continued through cindys and janes reds and blondes he'd never been with a kim maybe their programming was different Dick 14 leaned in, bringing his eye to the scanner. For a 1,000 f- bit blocks, this better blow my fucking mind. As the door retracted, Dick 14 wasn't disappointed. Okay, there's only three left, guys. Number 11. Is the suspense killing you? Jane Six paid her 200-bit blocks in the eye scan and boarded the air-controlled transport to the Diaman Heights. It was a quick seven-parsec jaunt. So Jane Six didn't mind the claustrophobic ca- when the claustrophobic capsule closed its door, sealing her in coffin-like comfort to speed across San Francisco 2222. The screen before her eyes simulated the outside world, or what people imagined it to be: trees, birds, and sky, were things of before the Water Wars. But they danced playfully on the screen, millimeters from Jane Six's nose. It was impossible to step out of a tower without breathing apparatus, unless you you were a host with colonizers who gave you special abilities. Jane Six had heard of gill girls colonized by fish-like people that could breathe even in the vacuum of space, so walking outside the towering buildings became a possibility for them but who would want to? Jane's and Kim's and Cindy's weren't out there walking between the towers. The only thing that lived out there were mutant aliens outside the system without access to the buildings, transport, or even bit blocks. They lived outside the controller's control. Outside wasn't just unsafe. It was an unlivable impossibility. The transport docked on Jane Six's building and floor. The door slid open to a hallway similar to the 10 lawn. But this place was supposed to be different. Jane Six thought, forgetting her mind auto activated the calm to the I U T I U D colony inside her uterus. Jane Six, this is Commander Casfot. Can you hear me? Yes, I can can you hear Yes, I can hear you, Commander Casphot, she thought back. What is supposed to be different? He asked with surprisingly gentle tone as if he really cared. There were no colorful posters on the wall pushing the choice on Jane's, Cins, and Cindy's, and Kim's. Instead, the sleek silver walls were inlaid with touchscreen doors. A window let simulated sunlight in, of the daytime program into the hallway. It's almost exactly the same. Could they have lied to us? Jane put her eye to the door and pressed the code to reveal her room. Almost exactly the same as the ten lawn, perhaps a, li- a little bigger. She checked the food box in the eating nook it was thankfully full and Kong and Taps all worked. She drew a gorgeous glass of water and almost chewed it while swallowing in huge gulps. Jane Six, could you spelunker that box for your weekly meat ration? We require it within the next 12 hours before we start sucking off your blood blood surplus. I have surplus blood? No, no you don't. It's just a nice way of saying that you'll feel unbearable hunger as we siphon off your resources. Jane Six went to the food box and to look for the small square of bloody raw something. At over 4,000 bit blocks, she couldn't believe this weekly source was provided. But as long as she held the colony safely inside her uterus, the UTIUD payments would go to the controller's hands so that Jane Six's life would have worth. She pulled aside water apples, green wafers, and bottles of pink juice to reveal a tiny paper square labeled meat. It was a three inch square, much smaller than the dick she ate yesterday and smelled of death and gore. Coagulated blood left the slick slime on its surface, but she gobbled it anyway. Licking her fingers, she thought, how can this be meat? And what I ate yesterday be meat. They taste nothing alike. Jane Six, this will suffice, but yesterday's source was far superior. I, it would behoove all of us for you to locate and secure that source. Jane Six knew Kim-12 was on her team, and hoped today's sex quest went as planned so a ripe box of newly obtained meat would appear with Kim-12 later that evening. Number 12! 12. Kim-12 12 wore nothing but stiletto heels and a gossamer-thin golden wrap when she slid open the door to Dick-14's sex quest. The non-clothing was both sexy and flexible, providing ample movement to kick her sharpened shoe through Dick 14's eye socket after the door swiped shut. The strapless pump wedged deeply inside his brain, and before he could register the attack and scream, Kim 12 embedded her other spiked, reinforced metal heel into his voice box just beneath his Adam's apple. I bet Jane Six will like this kind of apple too, she thought, retrieving her shoe and replanting it in his ballsack with a squishing thwap. Carving up Dick 14 was more difficult than just cutting off his wiener for safekeeping and dumping the body in one of the many chutes on every floor of the Miss Shawn. That's all she'd done in the past, and it was easy. She could drag any number of large packages through the hallways of vapid Kims, Cindy's, and Jane's without them thinking foul play. Sexers were too focused on getting dicks in their mouths and orifices to notice the men dragging large bleeding bundles to the chutes usually contained dead Jane's, Cindy's, or Kim's, so they'd never question Kim-12 during her disposal. But this butchery was difficult. Kim-12 didn't know there could be that much blood in a body. She first thought of collecting it to make breakfast smoothies for Jane six. Waste not, want not. Fruit and blood, breakfast to champions. But there was too much to save. She moved his body to the kongan immersion cleansing area and sat him on the tub seat to drain with only three holes to siphon from, the task was becoming time prohibitive. She decided to cut off his head and turn him upside down. It wasn't easy to saw through the next sinew, and how would she hack through the bone? Kim 12 spelunkered the kitchen for more effective tools and eventually found a serrated blade more equipped for the task. She laid a tarp next to the cleansing machine and began to hack bone sections off of Dick 12. Calves, quads, buttocks were easy. She stripped his forearm and bicep meat, as well as his breast chest off the bone, and surveyed her work. She saved the best for last, severing Dick 14's dick and scrotum from his mangled flesh. Kim 12 already had really tasty-looking cuts of meat she could wrap individually to sustain the UTIUD's needs for at least 14-day cycles. And that was if Jane Sex ate three times a day. What was once a week survival would become everyday normalcy and Jane Six's uterus wouldn't be eaten from the inside out by 30,000 colonizing aliens. Kim 12 easily filled the entire food box with Dick 14 and the meaty bones were simple disposal. Nothing was wasted of Dick 14. His blood went into the Congen Recycler, pulling out all the trace elements to recombine into water and carbon. The bones went into the chute to be ground with the rest of the reusable materials and pulled into nutrients to feed plants and become the ubiquitous brown goo of the Tenlon. And the meat went to Jane 6 to keep her safely alive and thriving as a host. Kim 12 quickly cleaned errant blood from her doorway with the Viberback system and was ready for another potential sex quest before the day cycle was done. It had been a good day. And tonight, she and Jane Six would celebrate in the Die Man Heights, feasting on a dead man. All right, last one. Number 13. Again, you can find all these stories and more wonderful things at timstesseract.com. Jane 6 couldn't pace. She was afraid of burning surplus blood the UTIUD might need. She had no understanding of basic physiology, no idea what kept humans alive. She knew she needed water, and special air was important. She knew that stuff that came out of her body, she knew that stuff came out of her body and thought maybe it was extra blood. Meat goes in and makes blood, she thought, and then the UTIUD eat the blood, and the rest comes out brown and is turned into the tube fodder in the ten lawn. That seemed to make sense. Jane's and Cindy's and Kim's were never taught to read, so teaching them basic biology was pointless. They didn't even understand sexual organs, and as the proper and necessary information was downloaded upon insertion of the sexer chip when they made that choice. There were over 52 ways to suck a dick. And athletic pool dancing was in most of their programming. Knock, knock. Who's there? Meet... Meet who? Meet Dick 12's delicious meat. Kim 12. Meet Dick 14's delicious meat. Kim 12 shimmied her butt and shoulders and made a rimshot sound she'd learned from a calm device. It wasn't an easy maneuver holding 20 pounds of fresh dick in a box. Now let me in for the picnic. Jane Six changed the wall in window programs to a meadow of grass and yellow flowers. She'd seen pictures of these mythical picnics in the book of extinct cats that Kim 12 gifted her back in the ten lawn. No No one ate outside in San Francisco 2222. It just wasn't possible to eat with breathing apparatus on. And if you could, it probably meant you had gills or a rogue colony inside you and weren't allowed inside the safety of the towers. Pictorial pollen floated on an imaginary breeze and rustled the leaves on a tree that spanned above. A bird twittered in a nest, dappled shade strewn about the floor as Jane Six spread a cloth and set down a pitcher of water from the Congen tap. Kim 12 pounded on the door as Jane Six ran to scan her retina. Kim 12 slid the box of meat with her foot across the threshold. Phew, I just couldn't hold that dick any longer. They embraced before Jane Six hungrily eyed the box. You know you want it, Kim-12 teased and held her closer for a moment before releasing. Go! Jane Six scrambled across the floor and tore open the box and the first wrapped meat parcel. She ripped it with her teeth in a ravenous yet dainty, in ravenous yet dainty nod and ravenously yet dainty, daintily nod, losing not a drop of the moist red blood She would have licked every drop from the floor if it had escaped. The UTIUD could use that drop as an ocean for their 30,000 colony inside her uterus. Kim-12 beamed proudly as jane 6 ate. I wrapped them in similar portions and made enough for 14-day cycles. At three times a cycle? Jane-6 almost spit out a morsel of dick incredulously. She could be frugal and make it last three weeks, but she knew she wouldn't have to. Kim-12 didn't seem to be bothered by the procurement of Jane-6's safety and trusted another box, full box would arrive in time. She didn't even think about the risk of an unchipped sexer and had no idea the repercussions of such an uncharted existence. Mmm, she chomped. I love you so much, Kimmy. Jane-6 used a term of endearment and a singular nomenclature. She really did love Kim-12, even if she'd never been taught the concept of it or how to express it. Kim 12 snuggled up and rested her head in Jane Six's lap, looking up at her with dewy jewels in the corner of her eyes. I love you too, my only Jane. I love you more than either of us can understand. And they stayed entwined until the day cycle ended. The last tweeting bird digitally nested, and the impossible pixelated blue faded to orange, then pink, then purple, then black dotted with sparkles they didn't know the name for and felt feelings they couldn't term, because happiness was never one of the choices. Well, that is number 13. And that's it for that story right now. I need to write some more. It was that sweet at the end. Suddenly I'm like, I have a little lesbian love story on my hands. Um, I think where I'm going to go with it is that I'm going to have a controller, sex quest, Kim 12. And he's going to attack her and know what's going on. And she's going to have to kill a controller. And that's going to be a big problem because the controllers have singular nomenclature. So a controller is like You know, like a Kim-12 doesn't mean anything because there's so many numbered Kims and Cindys. Same thing with a Ken or Stan. But controllers, they have a name. So maybe he can't, maybe she can't kill the controller and so he has her secret and so he's going to fuck with her. And then, I don't know. I don't know. I have to figure it out. I have to write it. I'm going to write it soon. It's going to be fun. I'm kind of excited for it. Um yay okay well i think that what i should do since i don't have a guest is i should play an old some call me tim uh a really good one and um i think that's what i'll do so i'm gonna go over to the other computer box and get this because because i just podcasted with Latoya on the AltaCast for a really long time and I I don't feel like I can I don't think I have anything to say to you guys I'm sorry I don't feel like I have anything to say we'll all we'll all be okay how about that is that gonna be but thank you guys for downloading this so many of you in the month of March that was amazing and I'm so happy that that you're listening to um Me talk about religion and not religion with people uh i was hoping to have jordan the traveling comedian come in but he couldn't make it today and again lost my phone so that is that let me play an old one let's see what we have here um some it's under s for some call me tim oh yeah i I really i'm gonna put it one off the night playlist on because then i can go and try to find my phone i have to go back up to north beach and try to find my phone do i not have a some call me tim on here come on come on there we go all right hey everybody thanks for listening to me uh read my Story. I appreciate it. It was really helpful for me because now I know where I left off, so I know where I can continue writing from. Uh, hey, this is gonna be an old sum call me Tim. Thanks for listening.
1: Three parsecs. Tim's Tesseract.com. Tim's Tesseract.com
3: Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother.
0: Two o'clock, two o'clock on a Wednesday. And when you hear the trippy music, you know what time it is. It's time to talk about what people believe in on this show. Some call me Tim. There it is. Uh, I, uh, I like to wait for that weird thing that I always time it out wrong. Hey, special guest today on the program, Keith D. Hi, how's it going, Yay! everybody? I love your commercial oh, here thanks. for the station. I get to p- feel like you're here every day.
4: That was it's, so fun to do it.
0: Yeah, you're great. Uh, he's a comedian, but he's also a, a thinker, a philosopher. I would say that, thanks yeah so, uh, I' heard that before, sure you don't consider yourself you're really you're a really smart guy what's I with think that, about stuff what's with that picture with you and Barack Obama is that real
4: yeah, yeah, I um met I went to a fundraiser when he was uh running for Senate, and uh yes, I met him before he was even a senator, you know?
0: wow, yeah because you well, you both look young in that picture,
4: yeah, we do I look really young i uh yeah, my uh, mom taught at like a private school and stuff, so we knew a lot of rich people. And uh, uh, yeah, it was an invite from a rich, rich folk. And uh, yeah, we, cool. it was pretty good. He um, he was very magnanimous.
0: Yeah, Is that the right word. Sure. Yeah, big. Uh, well, <laughs> he's, magnetic. he's magnetic. He's yeah. magnetic too. He's like you just want to be like. Did you see him on the on the um it's like things I believe in? I believe in Barack Obama. Um, did you see him on the thing with the David Letterman?
4: um yeah i did thing. but i was with my neighbor cedric who you've met uh at that last show and he's a talker he talks a lot so right. he kind of talked through that entire interview
0: oh
4: <laughs> i probably will re it
0: but yeah it was it like made me cry because he he was acting so presidential yeah. i was like i know you are such a president i
4: know oh I was like God. man he was really well spoken for a president yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like exactly i mean that's what kids will think they'll be like yeah, they'll think the president is just supposed to be wiling out on Twitter and stuff. It's right. like, No, it's that's
0: not what presidential means. Right? Exactly. That's it's we're we're just ruining the whole world. <laughs> so uh, usually I have people look deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus, uh, and I ask, "Do you believe in Jesus?"
4: Um, I, I I don't know if Jesus existed or not. All right. Okay. And, uh, uh, I feel like it would be easy to make up a figure like that based on, you know, the old, uh, uh, I don't know, other religious mythology, the pagan mythology. A lot of his birth is surrounded on that. Um, I think there might have been, like, a political guy who wanted peace at that time, who they kind of based this character off of. Sure, sure, sure. But do I believe he was... The (laughs) son of God. Doing magic tricks? magic, Yeah. Moonwalking on water? No, I don't think so. The son of God? No, that doesn't... Wait, do I think God impregnated a lady? <laughs>
0: right. Well, I know. And it, it's 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 a weird story. It's like, and supposedly God didn't even do it. He, an angel came and did it. But angels supposedly don't have any have any parts. They don't have any sexual organs. So, I don't know. It's like well, God seed. me a great s-
4: s- story about angels. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. The
0: Lot's, the lots wife. <laughs> yeah. The Sodom and Gomorrah I don't want to get Yeah, but. no. You know,
4: so here's my theory on that. If yeah. God did impregnate Mary and you know god he's been around for what billions of years so to him 36 years could feel like less than three months to him sure sure so my theory is if god did impregnate mary and then jesus got crucified on the cross there my father, why have you forsaken me? Well, I this is I wanted to get an abortion. She, she, <laughs> she wouldn't do it because she's Catholic. So yeah. that is such a good joke.
0: Why have you forsaken me? Because you were a mistake. <laughs> yeah. I wanted her to get an abortion. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's very it's good theory. It's very funny, and you're a hilarious Thanks. comedian. Uh, so, what are things that you we we know that you don't believe that you know you don't believe in Jesus? You know he didn't. It's a silly little story. What what are what are things that you do believe in? I
4: I, I believe in higher power. Okay. I definitely believe in higher powers. Uh, you know, like gravity is a higher power. Uh, we don't uh. understand it, right? And that's not a joke. Like, there's but like that's something that we've uh, you know we can like we've uh, discovered. It's sure. Like gravity, we can like measure it and all that. But there's probably other powers we can't even measure. You know, all this fucking black energy or dark energy or sure. whatever that we don't even understand and like black holes black holes exactly mm-hmm. like uh the, you know they're trying to accelerate particles into each other to like because if they smash into each other at the right time then they can create a, a universe like that like how our universe got started they're trying to do Whoa. that kind of shit so who the fuck knows who, yeah I, it, right there's t- totally higher powers out there that I, I, I think yeah i
0: guess like radiation would be a higher power yeah exactly something that we kind of like know a little about and we're like hey put it into x-rays and we can see through our bodies and stuff yeah. but Get I mean superpowers right, like, that's magic like wouldn't radiation be it's like a higher power that's a really great way to think about it is that the higher power uh, higher powers exist all around us radio waves that's pretty fucking weird and right cool. it's a, what is the cloud what does that even mean there, yeah exactly that's uh, you know
4: bats bats they can they, they they see by hearing right right sonar so that means that shit actually exists right we're just not tapped into it so you
0: know who knows what other shit yeah exist. and uh you're right bats and also um Dolphins. Oh yeah, they have dolphins. like echolocation.
4: Yeah, yeah. So that shit yeah. clearly exists, but uh, there's whole worlds of things. It's a higher power. Yeah. That makes
0: sense. And we're like, oh, there's. we let's put a name to it. Let's call it God. Why don't we just call it radiation or whatever? <laughs> <We're> making, <laughs> yeah, names. I'm trying to think of other higher powers. Um, because yeah, gravity is what nine point. Everything falls nine point eight meters per second squared. That's because that's. Well, that's. The, when you just when you drop something, that's what happens, or whatever. Nine point eight meters per second squared. Well, that's I remember that too. from physics. I remember it. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know anything right.
5: about
4: physics. Did I, you go to college? Yeah, did. I went to college. I'm a substitute teacher um, right. part-time. And I was uh, so doing you got, a you remedial took a math course I was teaching. Yeah. And they were, like, finding slopes, you know, on, like, a graph. <gasps> sure, sure, sure. I, I forgot how to find a slope. Right, I with the like X an and idiot. the Y. I, wow. I
0: was
4: asking, like, uh, one of those the kids, like, one of these retarded... Not retarded kids, <laughs> just slower disabled kids. Uh, uh, so, how do you do this? Could you explain this to me? I felt like such an
0: idiot. Isn't it like... X squared plus Y squared. Uh, that's a, I think that's a triangle. That's oh, okay. Like a triangle. That's... This is just like... That's A squared plus B
4: squared equals C squared. That's oh, a triangle. yeah, yeah. yeah. I oh, that. yeah. I, you know, I still don't know. I remember that. And one. I don't... Because, you know what? I was right when I was it. a kid. When am I ever going to need to learn this stuff? When, when am, am I ever going to need to know this stuff? Never. Exactly. Never. Why would you ever have to find the slope of a hill? You know, right. I, I walk up a bunch of hills. I never need to know the exact fucking measurement of it.
0: Right. I guess unless you went into, like... I don't know. You know when they stand on the corner with those weird little survey things and they stand there for a while and they do something? You know, like maybe they're measuring the Yeah, okay,
4: whatever. so there's some jobs where you might what? need to do it, but, you know, at that point, you're learning way higher math than just that. Sure. You know, if What's you the
0: highest s- math you ever took?
4: Um, I think I took calculus. Okay. And I, I was really good at math, actually, but calculus was just one of those...
0: Vectors. That fucked me up, yeah. Vector, I, vector. Uh, Watch your vector, vector. Vectors, but yeah. vectors, that in calculus, vectors fucked me up because I was like... It's just a point in space, but it's like magic too. It's like, why do we even, why do we need to know the speed of the, how fast the point is traveling in a direct? Like,
4: so that's one of my beliefs is, fuck math, no. Fuck that's, not math. True. that's not true. You know, but you know, people like scientists and stuff. They use math to find out the, the true nature of our reality, and I think that's important.
0: The true nature of our reality. Yeah, That's a really smart way to put it. Because we don't know. Do we know what's going oh, on? No.
4: Know going on. But, you know, people like Einstein figured some shit out, like theory of relativity, you know? Like.
0: See, I think that it could be even more basic. You're drinking a cup of coffee. Who's the person that goes, I know what we're going to do. We're going to take this bean from inside a plant and we're going to break it and then we're going to roast it with heat. And then, and then we're going to get it it's all oily and weird and then we're gonna grind it and then we're gonna put hot water over it and we're gonna drink it every we're day it. <laughs>
4: we're gonna snort it well that's the same process with cocaine too
0: oh because it starts with a plant right. same thing like who yeah, goes you, like grind a bunch this them. is the leaf that does this and this is what like
4: what how did they figure that out how did they figure that was out was there a guy just going sniffing every fucking plant like uh, grinding the leaves up and drinking it snorting it how did they know? how did they
0: figure it? and it's like even like here in California, artichokes. Who decides, I'm gonna go up to this weird prickly bush, and I'm gonna eat this part, but only not the whole leaf, just, like, scrape off the... What the fuck? No, Who decides hey. to, All of that I guess they just like, didn't have shit
4: back then, so, like, all you have is the plants, like, yeah, you're gonna eat all of them, I guess. Right.
0: And then, until, and let's get sick, and then you, like, write it down or tell some story. Don't eat that one!
4: Right. And then they... Who was the first person to trip on mushrooms? That's what I want to know.
0: That's a good... Maybe Jesus. No. (laughs) I think that, like, some of those mushrooms and, like, peyote and those kinds of things, I feel like the aliens left them for us. Like, maybe they didn't exist where we are, or there was... Maybe there was... They brought them, or they knew about them, and then told people or something. There's...
4: And those aliens are just tripping balls all the time.
0: Yeah. That's how they... You know, Trans dimensional space time movement. Have
4: you ever broken through on DMT? I'm sure there's I, part
0: Okay, of so I've done DMT and I did not like it and I will probably never do it again. But it was, I talked to the aliens. They came, yeah. they tried to take me and I didn't want to go and it got very scary. And people were filming me in the beginning and then they stopped filming me because they said that they thought it would be damning isn't the word. It was. Anyways, they stopped filming because I was freaking out. But I remember my trip very vividly. I was sitting, at first I'm sitting on the couch, and then I smoke this super, super to the dome. And then all of a sudden, I'm on a playground on one of those weird, like, you know, they're made of triangles. And they, they're like, when you were little, they're, it's a dome, but it's oh, yeah. and it's made of like uh, metal. And it's like, I'm so I'm sitting on top of this dome. And the alien ship is there, and it's pulling the entire world into its like belly button, like center of its, yeah. right? And it's pulling and it's like it was like technicolor string, like the world falling apart and going up into the into the spaceship. And they're sitting there, they're going, none nothing you believe is real. Everything's a construct. Come with us come on the ship. I'm like, I'm not going on the motherfucking ship. <laughs> so I'm holding on to like this. Oh, you going to go with the trip? I, I did not go. So I'm holding on to the metal thing. <laughs> and like my body is extended toward, like toward the air, like up toward. And it's sucking the world. The entire world is being sucked away by the spaceship. And they're like, come on, come with us. Everything's cool. Nothing you believe is real, but it's totally cool. Come with us. Why didn't you go Why didn't you go I did it? not want to go with, because I thought I wasn't going to come back. Oh, yeah. Because I thought like, this is it. They want to kill me. I'm dead. I'm totally not waking up from this. And then all of a sudden, I was just sitting on the couch, and I was like, wait, oh, everything's fine. It had been like 10 minutes. Yeah, I should have gone. Yeah. (laughs) And I got, I was like, oh, and I was right back in the room with everybody, and I was like, oh, hey, everything's and they were like oh Pam you were crying you were on the ground I broke the top of the toilet like I <laughs> crawled into the bathroom and I like ripped the top of the toilet off the seat and broke it I broke a fan like I was <laughs> like you were trying to hold on I was trying to hold on <laughs> so I don't believe in DMT I did not like it what is your you've enjoyed it very much Um. You, well yeah
4: so like I think what you're talking about is you go into a different Dimension, right? Yeah. And like, so my whole thing is, is that dimension there all the time, or is it just in my head? I think it's there all the time. I'm just not tapping into it. Right. Think you think know, so, so, so the I, I smoked D de- So this was the one time I broke through. It was, I was in a like Dolores Park. Yeah. And just this group of hippies. Am I not talking in the no, mic right? Good, good, yeah. And then uh, that's better than when you're okay. And then uh, this uh, group of hippies uh, had some, and I I bought I bought it. You know, I paid sure. the money for it and um, they they smoked it they helped me smoke it you know they guided me through it right and then um, I'm like just you know fractals the yeah. trees look like it's paper mache and all that and then the girl who um sold it to me goes now reach into your pocket pull out your wallet and i was doing all that she's like now give me the rest of your money and you know at this point i'm getting all the information in the world like money isn't like i I, it's like you know you don't even think like money isn't like a a big deal so as i'm about to do that and like and i see i look in her eyes and then i just sense like oh she's trying to deceive me right now right so uh, then I just put my wallet back in my pocket and I just kind of like backed away and I like kind of got out of the park there. But um, yeah, it was I, I was uh, getting all this telepathic information and stuff like that. But now I can't,
0: <laughs> I don't know, did, did I don't you, remember it. Do you feel like it was alien? Like for me, I, I specifically thought it was aliens. Like I was like, the aliens are talking to me. They are real.
4: I, I didn't see any actual aliens. I just felt like I was like, Tapping into a different dimension. Yeah. Um, the paper mache dimension. But yeah, uh, uh, there was a dog there. Like I could, like the dog was looking at me all confused. Like, <laughs> like I feel like the dog. There. But you know, it was uh, I would do it. You know, right? I, I hear you got to do it by water. Oh. Because then the DMT molecules with the water molecules or something. The, the water spirits and the DMT spirits huh. are, they like go together well.
0: Right on. the the water spirits and the DMT spirits yeah I know that
4: sounds like hippie shit it's all
0: good yeah we love we love hippie shit hey everybody you should uh, Jeremy uh, Heterotopia just stopped in you guys should listen to that show that's every Monday from 4 to 6 Heterotopia check it out world news awesome stuff always always a great time all right uh, we are back. We're here with Keith D on Some Call Me Tim uh, talking about DMT. He believes in other dimensions. The other dimension is there all the time. We just don't tap into it. I, I think
4: that's I it. think so too. I mean, I really don't know, but I feel like it is because, you know, that shit, it, it's real to, to a lot. Of, like bats, like my, my whole point with yeah. bats, I come back to it. It's like they are just seeing by sound. Sure. So that means that's actually there. Right.
0: So, well, and there's that superhero character who is blind. Who sees with? Oh yeah,
4: Daredevil. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Except then they put Ben Affleck in it, and I was like, Oh, I liked it until Ben Affleck. The TV series
4: is actually pretty good. The second season.
0: You, uh, you don't seem, you don't strike me as the kind of guy who watches a lot of TV.
4: I, you know, I never watched or read all that those comic books. Never did that. But um, I recently got into the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ah. But yeah, besides that, the only TV I watch is like comedies.
0: Okay. So do you, you watch professional comedians? Um, Do you watch like their specials or anything like that?
4: Uh, some of them I watch. I don't watch every special that comes out because there's so many of yeah, them. But yeah. But if I'm like already a fan, I'll watch their new special. But uh, I, I'll just watch like, you know, the TV comedies or like the comedy sure. movies and stuff like that. Right. Um, that's one thing I really believe in is uh,
0: comedy. Comedy? You, know, you believe in comedy? You think it's important? <laughs> I
4: think it's important. I think that's what I got. I just have to get laughs. Like I try to get, get laughs whenever I can. And also my philosophy, even before I was a comic, my philosophy was fuck them if they can't take a joke. You know? Right. And you weed people out of your life like that. Uh, and I, I think y- you don't need to be, f- not everyone's going to like me, and most people don't like me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know.
0: But it, they got to be, be, be able to laugh at it. That's probably Sweet Gale calling. I'm oh, not going to yeah, take was, it.
4: No? You want to take, you want to talk yeah, to Sweet Gail? Yeah, Gale? That's all right. Sweet yeah, Gail, yeah, I haven't talked to her in a on, while. Uh, so oh, the headphones? the headphones? Oh, no, it's Martin Luther
0: King. No. It's not Sweet, Gale. Sweet Gale's oh, thing says private. That says Martin Roofing. I, we don't Martin need a roofer. Roofing. Let's, let's, let's fuck with them.
4: Come on, let's fuck with them. Unless you actually need a roofer.
0: No, but how we? Uh, they oh, okay. You won't be able. It'll be weird. You won't be able. Okay, they're okay, not. Okay. They they went away. Good. Okay. Thank
4: God. <laughs> well, my favorite thing. This is another thing I believe in. Like, uh, when creditors call me, I oh, will God. Just fuck with them. And and now, um, I think. Th- you have credit card debt. You have debt. Uh, yeah, I, I have debt, but they, they won't call me anymore because I've just wasted so much of their time. And, you know, after seven years, it just resets, right? Does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no. but what you have to do is when they call you, you can't admit it's you. When they're like, hi, this is Pam Benjamin, you, you can't say it's, it's you. You don't have so to say I, it's not me.
0: I couldn't answer the phone. This is Pam. That's how I always answer the phone. Right.
4: You also have to change your uh, voicemail message. Wow. But uh, that's the thing I didn't know because my I, I would live to fuck with these people. they call me. And the only way you can really keep them on the phone is if you admit it to you, you know. Right, because otherwise they want it. Otherwise they'll try to hang up and stuff. But, like, I I knew exactly. So, so I, I. Who did you learn this trick from? Did you read well, it in a book? I, no, I just figured it out after oh. they kept calling me. And basically, look, I, a credit score is an imaginary fucking number, all right. It's not a real physical thing. It's an imaginary fucking number. I don't believe in credit scores, so you're not gonna threaten me. they, they threaten me, oh, right. we'll fucking ruin your credit score. Go for it. I'm going for the world's lowest credit score, you know. And I just fuck. I'd be like, how do you people sleep at night? Try your your whole job is to get money from poor people. You fucking from yeah. fucking rich corporations. You 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 know just going off because yeah. I love that a confrontation where there's no risk of physical right. uh, altercation and they totally deserve it their, their job I don't give a their fuck how to feed my family well how about you do something that actually helps society instead of stealing money from four
0: poor people yeah fucking douchebag so I don't yeah yeah no I agree because that's the thing if you have a credit card that means you don't have the cash to pay for something which means you're poor but it's not all (laughs) I never had a credit card in my life and I probably never will because my credit score is so low but uh well they'll give you a credit card they just give you like a 18 or 19 percent interest rate monthly uh combinant so when you have a low credit score you can get lower lower interest because they know you'll pay it back but Otherwise, they keep you at a really uh, right, high right, interest right, right. rate so that you'll pay it off every month and they try to scare you, but then it just keeps racking and racking and racking and
4: racking. And that's when you say, fuck you, and then right. don't talk to them for seven years. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but my stuff wasn't even credit card debt. It was like, um, it was... Ugh. Uh, there was a hospital thing. Oh, there was a fucking, that should be
0: forgiven. That's not fair. I, I
4: think I, I think hospital debt can't fuck with your credit score, but the creditors would still call me for the hospital debt. Sure, of course. And then
0: it was shit for like
4: unpaid, uh, e- e- you know, um, like uh, trains or whatever, unpaid tolls and
0: stuff. Oh. Yeah. They okay. come after you for that?
4: Yeah. Well, that uh, I, that's when I because I looked at my actual credit report and. Uh, most of it was stemmed from those kind of things. Yeah, wow. yeah. It was never like I fucked over somebody real. I, I never like didn't pay my landlord or something like right, that. Right, 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 right. No, it was like all this other shit that um, basically fucking over the government. yeah you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, unpaid parking tickets. Well, they right. Know. Unpaid parking tickets.
4: Who? I don't fucking pay for a train. Uh, you know why? Why? The fucking trains late most of
0: the time. Well, I'm gonna pay for that. <laughs> yeah, you, you taught me the trick about uh, when you're coming from Oakland. You can go down. You you take the elevator down to Muni and then just oh, yeah. go up and out.
4: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stations. The Balboa Station is one of them for. For that's for Bart, right? Right. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: yeah, you can get out of paying for yeah. it because you don't even have to go through the turnstiles because you just go down yeah, to you just Muni the elevator. and then you go out and they, they not all the stations are like not that. all the stations are like that no and sometimes the elevator doesn't work yeah that happens all the time but Muni, if
4: you're out there and listening, oh, you can also follow me on Instagram at realkeithdirty. I got a lot of videos of me fucking with these Muni cops. Oh, because yeah! They have no power. They have no authority. When and you, but uh, are they trying to give you a ticket and you yeah, give them a fake yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, you're like, I don't have an ID. I don't give them. I, I, I go. <laughs> they go. Uh, one of these videos, you can see it on Instagram at realkeithdirty. Um, they go, "Let me see your ticket, please." And I'm filming this while they're doing it. I'm like, "Oh, my ticket." He goes, "Yes." I go. <laughs> I your ticket right here, <laughs> and I just give him the middle finger. I flip him off. <laughs> and then I go back to his face. It is fucking great. At Real Key Dirty, that's like my proudest that's thing. That's awesome. I have like multiple videos of it. But
0: did they? Um, they didn't give you a ticket. You were you were like, fuck
4: you. They have no power. They, have- they can't physically restrain you. So basically, if you want to stick around and fuck with them, because like I said, I love conf- conf- confrontations <laughs> with people With there's no physical um, uh, chance of physical. I guess no. in that case, there is a chance, of, but they're not going to risk their job no, just not. because I'm pissing them off so much. And, uh, but when they try to write you a ticket, what do you do? Rip it up and say, fuck you? Well, you if you don't want to fuck with them, you can just walk away. Just walk no let me see your id don't have one uh well, what's your name you can just walk away but if you do want to fuck with them and this was my last uh oh, man i'm so fucking bummed about this uh she, i i just wanted to get this ticket and also uh let me see your id i don't have one all right what's your name all right first name goph g-o-p-h she writes that down last name uckerself u-c-k-e-r-s-e-l-f <laughs> She actually writes that down. (laughs) This is so stupid. She wrote down my name was Go go fuck herself. herself. (laughs) I just wanted that ticket so bad. So after she wrote that, I was like, Oh, this is my dream. So I'm just like trying to rush the process. I'm like, All right, all right, give me the ticket now. She's like, Don't don't tell me how to do my job. (laughs) Like I'm just trying to help you do your job better. All right. And then she's like, Oh, what's your address? And I got too cocky, Pam. I got too cocky, and I go, Oh, my address, one two three Fake Street. And at that point. stop writing it and oh, she wouldn't give me the ticket fuck. I know I know I, I should have just brilliant. I should have been more clever I should have been like 69420 Fugazi Lane or something sure, like that yeah. you know fuck but uh i'm gonna one day get a, a ticket that says go fuck yourself that's really <laughs> i cuz really i put amazing. them on my fridge i have one of these oh, uni tickets on my go fridge it patron was disruly <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> i don't know it's just yeah i'll forget.
0: but it, the real cops they never follow up with
4: it no they have so. real shit to do their their whole thing is <laughs> well i'm calling the real cops it's like all right go for it i'll be fucking gone before they get here right so well, that's why you, you don't spend 20, 30 minutes fucking with them, because then there's a chance the real cops won't show up. You, you spend a good 5, 10 minutes fucking with them. when You, you get your kicks, and the real cops aren't going to show up in that time.
0: That's amazing. Uh, Zach Wiseman's done the same thing, where he doesn't pay, and they're trying to give him a ticket, and he usually gives them the name uh, Jackson McBrayer. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or he gives them... like I just think that's funny. Uh, yeah, I, I've never... Got in the ticket Because I always Pay my fare anyways Oh like a sucker Like But I <laughs> But I have a I have a lifeline Because I'm yeah. poor So it's only like 38 bucks a month now And
4: Oh you still pay it
1: though?
0: Of course Because you have to get the sticker It's um like that, and you get your little tiny sticker. Yeah, I, I see. I'm unlike you. I believe in uni. I love it. I moved to the city because of public transportation. No, I do believe in uni. I love it too. Yeah. That doesn't I mean
4: I have to pay for it.
0: That's. I mean, and it should. I mean, it's another poor tax. It, yeah. it should be free. Like all the rich people can take their Ubers. We're on the motherfucking bus. The bus should be fucking free. Yeah. The,
4: the, yeah. Those rich people should be paying. Look, I'm fucking helping the environment by taking it. Right. Absolutely. So it's in everybody's vested interest that I take it. Absolutely. So. uh
0: I 100% agree. Yeah, it's
4: just
0: I just I and but you drive too. You're an amazing human being. You can, you're able to be responsible enough to have a car in San Francisco. That
4: is uh, a no, that's huge accomplishment. Great. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. yeah, I don't even get that many tickets. <laughs> Do you pay those tickets?
3: Yeah, yeah. You
4: you have to, otherwise they take away Otherwise, they'll tow your car. I'm not not fucking with that. You got to know what you need to pay. You can't just fuck off on every payment. Yeah, Yeah, you got to pay pay some shit. You got to show up to court. Remember that, kids. Show up to your court date. Otherwise, you're just... You you have a warrant for your arrest on some dumb shit. Yeah,
0: that's that's really good advice. You believe in going... pay attention to the law in certain circumstances, but then the ones that are bullshit, fuck it. Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. But I, I guess go
0: I'm, to your court date. Like, I, I guess don't I'm have just getting
4: older, you know. Go to your court dates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do your community service Do hours. Do your
0: community service hours. <laughs> Get it done. Well, and that's why there was a warrant. I still can't go to Santa Maria County because that's where I got my DUI. And I turned in, I had, I did my 50, I had 50 hours of community service. And I did it with Planned Parenthood. And I I gave away dental dams during the gay Gay Pride thing. So I did like 50 hours and two weekends or something. And it was really fun because I was yeah. I, I was at Gay Pride in San Diego and I was like, dental dams from Planned Parenthood. Eat it up, ladies. Let's go. We got great flavor. We got and I was like giving away dental dams. It was so fun. Um and so they were supposed to right off my 50 hours and they never turned it in but it's the onus is on the person to check it up right. so I like never like checked on it and then I tried to go visit a friend in jail and they were like oh no you don't pass the screening process you have a warrant out wow. for your arrest in holy Santa- shit I mean it's not I'm just never go to Santa Maria it's it's not that big of a deal
4: yeah, that sucks. Though I mean, whatever. Those those irresponsible <laughs> gays. <laughs> right.
0: No, it was just plain fear.
4: That's something I believe in. Gay people are. No, I'm just kidding.
0: I love the gays. Of course. Yeah. What? A, what other other? Are the
4: gays actually using the gen- the dental dams? Because I don't think straight people do. The that. La-
0: the. I mean, I, I think they're great for oral sex. Because I don't, like, you, I get real you put nervous. Put it in your mouth. You put it on your vagina so oh, that you right. can lick or buttholes. It's so that Uh-oh. you can do. It's so that you can have the feeling of. Your butthole being licked without actually having people maybe get you know pink eye. Well, that's when you have poop in your eyes, pink eye. But yeah, yeah.
4: like pink mouth, pink tongue.
5: Pink,
0: yeah, or I mean, I guess you could get you could probably get like hepatitis, something from isn't there's got to be some Hep C. I think you get from fecal if, oral.
4: If but that they have to have Hep C. Right, exactly. It. Well, just don't yeah. eat ass or somebody who has C. right? Or use a
0: dental right. dam because then it's no big deal.
4: Yeah, okay, yeah. But it's
0: the same thing if you're going down on a lady that maybe you don't know, or and you just or whatever, you break you out the dental the dam. Dental dam. <laughs> right, and so you can. Oh, I've uh, never thought of do that. It's like a it's like a big flat condom, but they use them. They actually use them in dentistry. So, like, if you have say a herpes on your face, and they want to keep your face clandestine or whatever, they use these. They stretch it over your face, and they go in and work, and it like leaves. They can put it over a tooth, like so that all they're working on is that tooth, and it's got like surrounded by all this plasticky stuff. Wow. That's why it's a dental dam. It's,
4: dental, yeah, it's it's for dentists. So yeah, yeah, but
0: it's a great use for oral sex if you're if you're squeamish about getting herpes on your. Hulu.
4: Patrice O'Neal the late great, great Patrice yeah. O'Neal has a great joke about dental dams just not, I'd, I'd rather get herpes than insult my way out of some pussy like, <laughs> the, oh yeah what, what's that oh it's just in case that your pussy is poisonous <laughs> like you're not going to do that I butchered the joke but you know
0: no but it's still the concept on is. the
4: elephant in the room special if anybody wants to check that out I don't know why no, I am promoting comedians who are so much more popular than me.
0: who are, are who are sadly no longer with and us dead, but, yeah dead. I, just, I think his family
4: gets some of that money so well that's good
0: are you gonna are you do you believe that you're gonna be famous someday is that the goal is the goal to be to have my Keith goal is dirty special
4: yeah my goal is to be a national headliner yeah i want to do that
0: but like traveling like the shitty kind like because yeah. like just around like you do the midwest and you've got you're the headliner and you got two opening people you gotta yeah. you gotta yeah you got a 10 minute you gotta 20 minute and then you do 50 and that's the show
4: yeah that's my dream you you know as long as i'm doing that even if they're b and c clubs even if they're in like wyoming and shit they're triple runs from a national headliner and that's how i'm making my money that's yeah that's that's my dream
0: and you and you did that this summer with bory just yeah i was featuring
4: i was featuring for david bory So you were
0: doing like 15 20 minutes every I,
4: every I, i was doing between 20 and 30 minutes wow yeah Except that in Toledo, Ohio, they cut my time by 10 minutes the second night. What up? They didn't like you.
0: Uh,
4: The first, well, we did four shows there, you know, uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, two shows a night. And the Friday, they, both shows, just they hated me. I, I can't even explain it. But it, it doesn't it
0: matter. You're not the head, you weren't the headliner. They were, no, no, no. A no. And, yeah. you know, they, they went home happy yeah, because yeah, yeah, David yeah.
4: killed it. And, yeah. you know, just also <laughs> if your feature bombs that hard, you just make fun of them. And then they're all already on your side. You really? know, and so. you
0: don't want your feature to be too good either because then what if they remember the feature and not the headliner? That's no good. Yeah,
4: well, yeah. Um, I I think that's the mark of a weak comic Who somebody who doesn't want their feature to be too good. Uh, Like, the the really great comics will try to have, like, really great features. Sure, sure. And... Um, and I don't think David picked me because I'm a weak feature. I think, you know, uh, we're good friends. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He knows uh, I, I do a good. So, and, yeah, you know, the other show. I'm, I'm just talking about it. this one. Uh, Toledo, Ohio. Well, four shows in Toledo, just because nobody wants to hear about the time you killed in like Syracuse. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right.
0: Peoria. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> i murdered it. in
4: Peoria. <laughs>
0: they want to hear about how you just ate shit. That's how. Right. That's what's yeah, interesting to people. But uh, what what was it that you ate shit about? They didn't like they didn't I, like I your abortion jokes. They, they I'm not gonna keep it. I love that joke. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it no. when you close with I, it too. And then they give it up for whatever you choose is fucking brilliant. The give it up for <laughs> the troops, no matter. <laughs> well, what well that was the got. only
4: time they clapped her in my entire set <laughs> was because they had to because it's the troops. <laughs>
0: it's the troops. You force them into it.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> no,
5: I I, I even it.
4: asked because you know this one guy was yelling, you you're not funny, you suck, get off the stage. I'm like, what at what point did I lose you? He goes from the beginning. Like, I like, uh, uh, they just didn't like me. I guess you know, at that point in the tour, it was like probably halfway through the tour. I was coming on stage with my prescription sunglasses on, right, right, a glass of wine, and then a shot of uh, whiskey or bourbon. Yeah. So I had all these kind of props. I was kind of prop heavy in my act a little bit. So maybe that it's just a weird thing. You know, you, you see some brown dude with sunglasses and yeah. two drinks. like uh, it's just a, a wine and a whiskey. You know, it's just like uh, maybe it just like puts the audience out. those kind of audiences in those fucking places like Toledo at the, you know the Toledo Funny Bone great club I'm not trashing it but those fucking audience members who show up it's not even in Toledo it's in uh, a, a suburb just outside of Toledo uh, what, what's it called I don't fucking remember but it's like uh, so you, anyway. Those, you don't those believe in Ohio they want to see a brown comic come up and be like well um uh, you know, my uh, foreign parent sounds like this kind of a joke. You oh, know right, I mean? right, right.
0: And then you do the stupid Indian accent. Yeah, they, they yeah, want yeah, to they, yeah, they, they yeah, yeah, see you do, like, your race material. And I don't, right, that's right, not, right. I don't have jokes Dude, like you're that. But ambiguous, you're ambiguously Brown, you're not right. that brown.
4: Well, no, but they, they. Some of them might want to see me do Mexican material, which sure, I'm not Mexican. Sure. Well, but you
0: wear the poncho, so it <laughs> I makes. I'm wearing it it's, on You're stage. wearing the right. Yeah. You weren't wearing it on stage.
4: I'm wearing <laughs> but, the poncho because I'm a hippie, not a Mexican. But you could
0: be, you could be Mexican. You could be seen as Indian or even Puerto Rican, Filipino. You could definitely go Filipino.
4: No, I've had a Filipino lady at my Walgreens think I was Filipino, and I've been going there for like years. Yeah. So, but yeah. Eh, Anyway, my yeah, because You're then the host. Brown, yeah. So then the host of the show, uh, after my set, he's, like, trying to clean up after because everybody hates oh, me. So he's, like, yeah. trying to clean up. And then uh, he goes, "Oh, anybody want to guess what race he is? And then, like, you know, so he would do that. So but then the last show, the, the fourth show. So then the second night, I just get the light early. And I know it's early because I know at what point in my right. set I'm at. And nobody told me. Nobody told me they were cutting my time. I just saw the light early. And then I asked them, like, oh, yeah, nobody told you. Yeah, the... The man, the manager, decided to oh, give God more time to the me. host. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, so then I, I, I sabotage the host. My last set, um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I threw do, him under the I, bus. I, I steal his joke about me i go so uh anybody want to guess what race i am (laughs) and well like well he was out in the bar you know so he didn't hear me say that oh
0: my god so he came up and did the
5: (laughs) same
4: thing and
0: they're like you yeah i love that in a in a show or in a it only happens at open mics really but when someone does the crowd work and they've already asked the person the same question but the someone's just not paying attention and they ask that person again the same fucking question (laughs) it's like well we were all here paying attention and clearly you weren't it it totally fucked fucked his transition set up but fuck that guy ha! ha, (laughs) fuck that guy you believe in but you I mean you're not a malicious person Are, are there any like do you have any like like maleficent or like bad behaviors that you're just like Oh, I yeah. relish. I relish in this. Of course, evilness. I'm a blackout
4: drunk. <laughs> oh, there we go. I've okay. done so many terrible things. Said no, I, don't, I haven't done. Th- I just said a lot of terrible things that I'm like, ah, I wish I hadn't said that.
0: On stage or in real life? Both. Both. How often? I mean, I black. I'm a. I'm a blackout drunk too. But but the diff, the thing. I'm lucky though in that when I black when I black out and when I'm I'm still alive. Like I talk to people. I don't remember it, but. Yeah. I don't remember, but I was awake and I was around. People say that I'm just really happy and smiley and instead of talking a lot I just get really quiet and I just sit there and smile and I'll, ease, I'll either like <laughs> sort of rock a little bit in either a standing way or a sitting way but I'm very nice. That's a good way That's to a, black out. I, yeah. uh,
4: well sometimes like, you know I'm, I'm happy and funny and stuff but I, 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 I so I'm trying to work a bit out like this uh, where my blackout self is like a, like a vigilante kind of <laughs> where, where it'll just like right wrongs my sober self isn't even aware of exists <laughs> You know
0: I mean? You're right. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. it's like your your uh, your blackout self goes to the alternate dimension that exists and t- takes care of business, right? And then comes back.
4: Like, I'll give you an example of a recent thing that I'm ashamed of. Uh, I'm not, I won't tell it, use any names because I don't know if she wants a business put out like that. But uh, anyway, um, uh, I do a show in Oakland, um, and then uh, there's a comic who's like talking very loudly during my set yeah and i kind of you know call her out for it on stage whatever and my set never even think about it after that right sure literally never think about it again and then about a month later (laughs) i'm back in oakland doing a show and um the show starts all late and we're getting free drinks and I just get blackout drunk before the show even starts I don't even remember my set Wow. the only way I even know about the story because I messaged the host like hey open and fuck anything up and he goes well you were uh..." so I guess that that comic was on that show too and then I decided I'm gonna get even by like yelling at her during her set (laughs) and like just being a like a heckler just like I think I I called her a cunt or something. Like, just like, yeah, just terrible. Like, that kind of shit, I'm just like, yeah, that's... that's, uh.
0: sure. During a show, I mean, if you're an audience member and whatever, I've yelled. I've, I've well, then I had to follow her. Oh, <laughs> then I was up next. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's very so, funny. Uh, You sabotaged yourself,
4: uh, yeah, I guess so. Because then the audience already hates me at that, that point. It was
0: Keith D, <laughs> Keith dirtying. <and> Keith, D- <laughs> it was like yourself that's a, the writing wrongs the, to yourself, well, <laughs> but sab- like, literally, like
4: if, like, when I heard that. I instantly know, oh, it was because of that incident from there. Right, but, like, right. I, I, I never... <laughs> so, I
0: don't know. I, I, it happens to me a lot that I don't... I'll have sets I don't remember. But usually just at open mics. If, if I'm really booked for a show, I don't usually get too tanked until after. So, yeah. But if, I, if it's an open mic and I don't give a fuck... I mean, especially when Brainwash was open, they gave me so much free beer. I was drinking, like... When I'm on my second, when I myself am starting my second pitcher, yeah. and I know that I'm gonna get through it at the end of the night, if I don't perform before that first pitcher is done, I'm fucked. Like there's nothing. I'm not gonna remember. It's like what's even the point of going up? It's like w- did I did I tell Jeff? And I would I would like wake up in the morning and feel shitty. Be like. Jonathan and I tell jokes last night. And he's like, yeah. "Uh, uh," And he's always way too kind because I'm like, when I'm that wasted, I get slur, I slur. I just sound dumb, like I can't. Re- I don't even know. I've heard myself like oh, when I've been that drunk, and I'm just like, oh god. I try to. I try to do jokes, and they meander. Yeah, or,
4: yeah. You go, you they- go back into it, and then you go like, I don't know. It's so bad. Like, sometimes I'm, I just like yell at people in the audience. Like, if I'm blacked out, I. That's why I'm not going to go back to Texas for a long time. Not just sure. because I got arrested at my friend's wedding last time I was in Texas <laughs> and had to do a bunch of fucking community service and. uh AA meetings. The community service was great. I did it here. Community radio. service was
0: amazing. You helped us out so much. <laughs> seriously, it was great. Thanks, thanks, you for were, letting and me do you that being too. on joke workshop was one of the best joke workshops. <laughs> and then I, I had another ge- a guest, Eric Escobar, out of LA, and he was amazing too. He took nice. notes. He took it seriously, like you did. Nice. And it changes for people. People are like, whoa, and having just another perspective that isn't one of the usual people is huge. So you were like.
4: Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was fun. Was giving back to you. able to give back to... To your fellow
0: comedians. Because I
4: was court ordered, too, but, you know, it still yeah. feels good. But, um, anyway, what was my point? You were oh, saying you're not going to go back to, to Texas. Texas. Because, um, also, the day before the wedding, I got, that was, I got, like, off the plane. It was, like, a 10 p.m. show at the Velveeta Room, which is, like, a nice, like, small comedy club there. And um, I had, like, a 10 p.m. set, but, you know, I was just drinking on the plane, drinking Yay. when I got there. And then... Uh, Blacked out, don't remember that set. But uh, oh. I asked my friend who was there. And he was like, Yeah, you were just kinda yelling yawning. The <laughs> and then I messaged the booker like, Hey man, sorry if uh, I fucked up that show And then he just didn't get back to me. So wow. I was like, All right, well, I'm not going back to Texas for a little while.
0: Yeah <laughs> but know. was it was it in Austin? No, yeah, it was okay. in Austin, Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've, I guess, they have a pretty cool comedy scene out there.
4: They do. Point. Yeah, That's unfortunate because I go there like every year or every other year. I'm gonna, just I'm gonna take don't a go back and to
0: Texas. Well, and you do. You believe in sober Tober. You do that every sober year sober October? Yeah, sober I October. couldn't do
4: it this last October, but um, I had too much like drinking things. I had to be drinking for right in this last October, but yeah, I try to do that every every year. Just take a month off of drinking. I was trying to apply uh, marijuana smoking to yeah, it. Yeah, marijuana's
0: the best. I, I I could never stop smoking marijuana. I know. I, I that's stop. the thing. People say, "Oh, weed isn't addictive." Yeah, it is. Try not smoking. Yeah. Try uh, try not smoking for a day. I, why would I want to? The life would be so boring and pale, just well, lackluster.
4: So my my thing is I just want a different perspective sure. at this point because, like, I've, been, you know, since I was, what, 17, been smoking weed pretty much every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless there were periods where I had to be clean for drug tests or whatever. Sure. But, yeah, and uh, so, you know, it's just like... I kind of want to experiment with sobriety at this point. That's After really thirteen good. years. As you know, when thirteen years of being sober, my first thirteen years, I was like, "Well, I want to experiment with drugs now." Sure. Now I'm like, I kind of want to experiment. Just see how my thinking is, you know. But well, it's so boring.
0: I, it is so boring. See, now that's the thing is, I I stopped drinking for a little bit um, because I thought, oh, my life choices are getting to the point where I need to start making different choices but then I realized sober I make stupid choices too like it does it makes no difference it doesn't matter if I'm drunk or sober I still make really poor life decisions
4: how do you feel it affects your comedy when you're sober
0: um so I don't think I ever do it completely sober um I usually have at least one beer I try not to have more than three beers if I'm going to perform. If I have one to three, it's the sweet spot. It's the same thing like playing pool, right? If I have one to three beers, I can play pool. Totally. But if I have more than three, I I can't even see the... I don't even know what game we're playing. Do you know what I mean? So it's the same thing with comedy. Like, i am never... Like I've been blackout on stage and now, and I know that's detrimental, but if I have one to three beers, sometimes I'm better because I'm a little looser. You're, Yeah. You're into your material more. Yeah. And I'm, th- and I'm feeling more with the audience. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm vibing more with them and I'm thinking about them. And I already like, know, like I feel comfortable enough for my material that I can be engaged with the audience. So I think that's the difference when I'm completely sober. I think I'm a little bit more like tight fisted, but it's more like, tap Dancing and performing. Do you know? What I mean? It's more like I'm doing a script and you can tell.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like these are my, and, and my jokes are a script and I say them the same way and I, they're written in a specific way, a lot of them, and that's just the way they're performed. Yeah. But the difference is when you can like George Carlin it and make it seem fresh even though you've said it, you've said that script a thousand times, totally. but you still make it fresh. That's so al-
4: that's where alcohol helps.
0: That's where alcohol helps because it, it's like i know the script but it's still like what's gonna happen do i like yeah. i'm it's almost like i'm thinking as fast as it would be if it was natural for me to say those things i don't know it's an acting trick i guess
4: yeah no i, I that's this is one i'm struggling with because like when i do sober october like by the end of it or like the, even the middle of it I, i've noticed my like sets getting like like uh, real tighter, you yeah. know what I mean. Just like uh, and I, I, I'm, just a little bit sharper. My r- like responses to audience uh, is a little bit tighter. But then, I have really great sets. If I'm that like you were talking about that perfect level of drunkenness where you're into your material and yeah, e- old jokes are still funny to you. Right,
0: right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's why this is. A, a, a cab <laughs> why are you driving a cab
4: uh, yeah yeah, that's more be- <laughs> yeah. any drinking joke is more believable and-
0: yeah so- I, I want to do a show uh, it's called Carlos Mencio's Jokey Okey, <laughs> where people, oh, yeah. people in the audience can actually do sets like from they can Dane Cook or fucking Bill Cosby or whatever yeah. but the comedians that are booked you write out your set for someone else So then you'd switch material and read their, basically you just have to write out all your jokes and they just read them. And we'd I'd give people a couple days ahead of time. So if they wanted to practice it, they could,
4: there are some people who I wouldn't even need to read their script. I could just do their,
0: right. I I feel the same way. I know a lot of people's jokes. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen them so many times. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even seen Holmgren in forever and I can still do his cat-eating-the-face joke. I, I feel like I could do a 10-minute Holmgren set. <laughs> See? Yeah. That would be a good switch.
4: I think I could do a Luke Lockfeld set, I too. I could do
0: a Luke Lockfeld set, the, the, the way they're zzzz, <laughs> zzzz, rub their hands together.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wanted to do a set for Tony Sparks' birthday or something where I did one joke from all the comedians I knew, just from memory. So my set was like, an Homage to everybody, but I never like, oh. did it. I should have.
4: That would have been cool. Whatever. It would have been a lot of work, too, though. I know it would have been a lot of work. I gotta do a roast show. Ooh. Yeah, I'm uh, I, after roast Samantha Gilway, who I like, you know, we've uh, yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be hard, like, because we don't really like make fun of kids. Doesn't she, have a, yeah, doesn't she she have has a kid? Kids. Yeah, yeah. make fun, fun of her being a mom. Of, like, bad mom yeah, mom
0: jokes. Well, well, I mean, and, and you can even make fun of her in a in a fun and a sexy way. Like, talk about she's, you're making fun of her because she's like too hot to be a mom or too hot to be a comedian or something. Be like, <laughs> so, like it's like you're making fun of them, but you're making fun of them in but a way in that's this also climate.
4: That sounds so sexist. You <laughs> yeah, know but what I mean?
0: That's what's funny about it, too. Like, look at you, <laughs> feminist, talking about dicks in your mouth but, or whatever. I don't know. You could, it's a roast. So you get to be I like, know, know. you get to be mean and nice at the same time. I mean, I even the concept of being roasted, I don't. Who chooses, like, who chooses me to be roasted? Like, I wouldn't even, I can't even think of, like, I don't know, it's funny. I mean, I think you being roasted would be hilarious. Well, she has to
4: roast me. So Oh, that, that's, yeah. I see. So it's like a show like that where.
0: Right. Everybody's and there's, like, like a attention. drunk
4: and stone theme to it, so Ooh. I have to be drunk roasting, which Ooh. actually might help. Yeah, absolutely. She has to be stone roasting, so I guess at some point I'm also got to roast
0: stoners. Wow. I think that's how that works I, I don't know <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand roast battles very well I don't but yeah I, I got I don't. It. it being mean stuff like that what, uh, so what else do you believe in besides comedy make somebody laugh every day
5: uh,
4: well you if know, I Jesus. can I, you know I, I <laughs> especially
0: very. not a muni cop they never laugh they never laugh <laughs> <laughs> flip them off
4: yeah fuck the muni cops they have no authority <laughs> <laughs> that's something that I strongly believe in yeah um Let's see, uh, in terms of. Uh, hmm. I, I feel like free time is more important than money. Oh, that's. It's something I'm a big believer in. A lot of people choose money over free time. I'd rather have more free time. Because I'm. Uh, so here's the thing I'm good at entertaining myself. I, I think. I believe people should get good at entertaining themselves. Yeah. Because, you know, so, where, where it doesn't take money, you know, to like keep yourself entertained. So, sure. like. You don't necessarily have to have cable TV right? or go to a movie or something. Maybe you have a guitar or something, and you, you play that, or you have some kind of thing where you can create the entertainment. Sure, you know, and uh, some uh, strong believer in that. But
0: wait, what? Yeah, we want to. We want to. Ta- <laughs> we want <laughs> to. Ta- you have a free time. Free time is right, right, more right, important right. than so, money. So, so then, if you can entertain
4: yourself, what do you? you you can just uh, entertain yourself in all the free time you have. You don't need a bunch of money to right. like be, be spending on shit that, to entertain you. you well, right. Why else do people work? After you cover your food and your housing, right. it's all just for entertainment. Right. So if you can cut that down by entertaining yourself, yeah. then you don't need to work as much.
0: I use, I use food as entertainment. I yeah. mean, so it's like, ooh, I'm eating something special.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: I, I stamp witches are the best. Oh, food yeah. stamp where's,
4: the, where's your go-to food stamp place it
0: is uh gus's on here on 17th and harrison makes a great sandwich for 749 oh, wow. really great sandwich and if you get them on tuesdays it's double stamp day Ooh. and when you get eight stamps you get a free sammy Ooh, that sounds good huh? yeah and then it could be hot so i only have cold food stamps oh
4: you so gotta get the hot
0: food stamps i can't i have a kitchen well, oh
4: you, yeah. you don't have to admit that on the radio you know oh you, that's you know that's just for the radio talk but you know if m- maybe your, your your stove doesn't work ah you know maybe you're uh you don't have a refrigerator that can plug in because your electricity is messed up
0: right i see yeah <laughs> i like this way of thinking <laughs> all of the, these because if you get off
4: out. it opens up to so many great places like um there's this place uh on Geary and Hyde. Mm-hmm, that's right it's, around the corner from my house. It's called Los Hermanos. I'm, have you Los ever heard of Los Hermanos?
0: It? Uh it's, um, Is it is it in it's
4: the right next to that Domino's?
0: It yeah, it's like it's in the um it's in the it's a store. Yes, 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 And it's yes. also a Mexican food thing. It's right. it's delicious. They have great 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 Burritos. yeah it's incredible i, I yeah. love their quesadillas
4: and and you can like get it in different wraps you know yeah, so like you can yeah. get your quesadilla and chipotle wrap and it's incredible los hermanos 468 geary street if you're in the san francisco check it out tip them well it's really good but they accept hot foods i, I don't have it anymore i don't get hot food stamps anymore but yeah they accept hot food oh God, i love my food stamps it is and then there's this place in um beige on like bayshore mm. it's um uh a new orleans style place Ooh. it's called queens louisiana Ooh. and i've it is better than some restaurants i've been to in new orleans wow it's, yeah not but be- all of them but it's better than some that i've been to for sure
0: sweet yeah all the special like weird tips <laughs> yeah, yeah. i
4: wanted to write uh like a food st- like a like be like a food stamp food critic that is know? a great idea like for like broke ass website oh or something oh my god
0: that's such a good idea yeah
4: I thought that was very good that's
0: really funny you should that's a really good I idea I should pitch that to him huh you should that's really really funny yeah
4: but now I'll feel like a fraud because I'm not on food stamps anymore oh. right I well everyone's security.
0: a fraud come on
6: Hey, have you heard about this new shit where Trump is all like, oh, we're not going to give them food stamps uh, on a debit card anymore. We're just going to give them a box of food.
0: Have you heard that I shit? I haven't heard that. When is he? That's that bad. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah,
4: they're, they're talking about changing it so you, can, you don't get your um, SNAP card anymore. Wow. They just send
0: you a fucking box of like uh, Velveeta cheese. Seriously, and... just fucking bullshit ass food. It's like, what the fuck? But we should be able to, everyone should have access to food. It's just so, it's just so unfair because I work really hard. I just don't make any money. I'm sorry as an artist. I work really hard. As an, you do too. You work incredibly hard as a stand-up comedian. You do the grinding. You go out. You're trying to make people laugh. You're writing. Your job should be monetarily valued. And in our society, it's not and no matter how hard you work it's the same thing we're just and you're a teacher which is not a monetarily viable profession and yet somehow you're a lesser of a person it's not it, it, uh, it makes me so angry that they say cuz i even i've taken like i went to uh, whole foods once and i bought some foie gras cuz we were going to oh. eat it in the park and it was just a foie gras terrine and it was like 250 worth of foie gras it was nothing right and the lady looks at me and she goes Foie gras with food stamps. I oh, don't want to be like, fuck you. ew, well, fucking. Just because I'm poor doesn't mean I don't have good taste. Seriously. And, and for the price and the calories, it's actually a pretty smoking hot deal. Fuck that. You don't even need to justify that shit. Well, and even when so lobster is like nine ninety nine to twelve ninety nine a pound to get them live or whatever, which is the same price as beef or anything else. Why, if you're poor, should you not have? Why, why should you not have access the to whatever food you that? want at, at Whole Foods? Yeah, she was like foie gras with food stamps like that she and she gave disgusting. me and she gave me that look and i was just like because at, at whole foods they shame you at trader joes you just use it and you just tell them the machine no that whole it's, foods they make you tell you beforehand they make you tell them they I, shame you i have a story
4: about that uh it's so i when i was on food stamps i go to whole foods and i'm you know, using my car but I know the drill. So, and I'm I'm not ashamed. I'm a comic. I've yeah, gone for thirty minutes in front of a room full of people. It's hard to be embarrassed by shit at this point in yeah. normal life. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> like I, I don't care. I'll Loudly announce it. I don't give a fuck. I'm proud of it. Yeah, I'd rather get taxes than pay taxes. Why am I ashamed of that? You're the one paying taxes like a sucker. I'm the <laughs> one getting taxes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I loudly announce it. I'm like, oh, I'll be using my EBT card, <laughs> and she goes, oh, that. Thanks for telling me that. Uh, thanks for telling me that. Um, I'm like, what, uh, you mean th- some people don't tell you that? She's like, yeah, some people, uh, they get all, uh, like, uh, huffy about it. And, then I'm, and I can tell that she's... You know, and these Whole Foods people, they would be on food stamps, except they have fucking got, like, their dad's money, you know? like They sure. fucking, like, come from rich people, you know? They fucking, like, white people working at a grocery store, like... <laughs> they're, 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 it's not like Whole Foods is paying them like enough money to
0: not be on food stamps. You know what uh, I mean, probably, I mean, I'm sure they actually Whole Foods probably pays them uh, probably pays them like more than minimum wage. Well, the minimum wage in the city is 15 bucks an hour, right? Anyways. So, but they probably they probably make 22 bucks an hour.
4: But anyway, like, I could sense that <laughs> she, she was having she entitlement like,
0: issues. She didn't like uh, the Whole Foods thing, so
4: then I'm like because I'll play both sides just for the sure. conversation. I don't give a shit. So I, I go, oh man, yeah, they they get free food from the government and then they're going to have an attitude about it. She goes, exactly. <laughs> like she forgot that
0: I'm using food
5: stamps yeah, myself. Yeah, forgot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, people, I mean. She was like so on my side when I said people that. People look at me, f- I, I am a proud, food. I think everyone should have, I think food should be, av- I think food, healthcare and shelter should be available to all people. No matter where, I think that we should have something in the entire world called like basic or universal, where this is what, no matter what, at least you can have this yurt. And it's like, as a human being, you get to not die from dysentery. You get to be warm and... Eat food.
4: You should. There that's, should be. That's basic. why we have a government,
0: right? Right. To make it's sure that, that we don't. Otherwise, why do we even have pay those fuckers? What are we paying I them don't for? Because the, I, I don't understand. Because they're not even making or doing. That's the thing that makes me like. Is when you're actually creating something, and it's just not even valued at all. Right. It's like. Uh,
4: it, well, that's how art goes. People don't value art until it's like uh, a bunch of people value it. Right. Then. They start paying money for it, but, you know, it it could be great art, but unless, like, there's a shitload of people who value it, then...
0: But remember when we were little and they were like, do what you love and draw and paint and take your electives, and my parents were like, dance, take dance, be a baller, do whatever you... Like, it was all, like... Art and piano. Like that. And, <laughs> and 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 your parents weren't like that?
4: Well, I, I took piano lesson, but they were also very about like, do your
3: schoolwork. Right. Go to college. Right, 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 right.
0: But they, my parents were like, go to college and be an artist, whatever. And then all <laughs> of a sudden you get out. I got out and I'm 21 with a theater degree and I'm like, I am fucking st- stupid. I'm never going to make any money with this ever. Like all of my schooling is in art. There's no point, I have a MFA in poetry. What the fuck is that good for? <laughs> Nothing! That is... I am... It's like I'm destined to be poor. It's... it's, it's. But back in the day, like, there used to be patrons who were like, oh, I'm a patronage of art and I will give you money in a room of one's own and you I think there's still
4: are some people like that. I think you could yeah. still find them. Like, just rich people oh, who, God. if they believe in what you're doing, I think uh, they'd, they'd be willing to... Because I've known comics who... Get floated by some rich people every once in a while, and maybe there's kind of a sexual element to it, but uh,
0: right, there's always a sexual element. Maybe, we but maybe not. I I feel like um, sometimes it's not even. Have you ever been like uh, harassed at a show for any reason? Have you ever oh, felt yeah. like like I, uh, sexually harassed by Yeah, but it's not
4: like I was uh, <laughs> like losing sleep about it. Oh, like this yeah. uh, lady. Um, <laughs> well, she told me, she's like, when you go up on stage, this is at, I think, the Syracuse or Buffalo show that it did with, on this tour. Yeah. Because when you go up on stage, I'm going to grab your ass. And I'm like, all right. So then I paid, mean. and she's all you know, this old, like, black lady. Yeah. And, uh, and so I made sure I, I don't walk past her yeah. when I'm going on stage because she had just told me that, you know. And, uh, but when I'm coming off stage, I forgot. You oh. Know? So I'm walking back to my seat and then, yeah, she, like, grabbed <laughs> my ass. But whatever, I, mean, I took a picture with her. It was good.
0: Wow! Yeah, yeah. I, you know, there you go. You were sexually harassed. Meet you're part of the Me Too campaign. <laughs> <laughs> right on. not keep these like I, solidarity ladies. But
4: I've also sexually harassed. So you know. I
0: have too. I have sexually harassed <laughs> so many, both men and women. Yeah. Absolutely, I am. T- I have been. I am the worst. Feminist. I am a hundred percent like misogynist. I've grabbed asses. I've grabbed <laughs> men's think asses, that makes women's you a asses. you misogynist
4: though. If you grab an ass that's unwanted, I don't think that makes you a misogynist. I think it may be a bad drunk decision. It, right. But I don't think it, may, it means you hate women. No, I don't. I don't, see how I that, don't hate women. I, you know? Yeah. I don't think just. Oh, that's another thing I believe. I don't believe in uh, getting offended on other people's behalf. <gasps> Thank you know you. what I mean there's uh, so yeah. many people now just get offended on other people it's like well are you actually yeah. do you actually feel any and no right. just I know somebody who has autism so yeah. like, <laughs> you know what I mean
0: it's, it's, yeah so people, people freak getting, out <laughs> over other people's issues it's like it's not your why you get so dramatic it's nothing to do with you
4: and that's the th- I, I I don't get offended by anything unless it's directly, directly at me unless so if somebody's talking shit directly to me yeah. and about me uh, you know, then I'll get offended. I don't know if that's even you can call that offended, but
0: yeah, you're just like stop talking shit about me to my face. Yeah, friends. yeah, don't be a t- uh,
4: but. Anything else, like you know, people could say slur curry monkey. I've heard people say wow, that. but curry in the, it depends. The it that's depends the context. One. It depends yeah, the context. That's a cute you know, curry if somebody's monkey. like saying oh. that at me, like they think they're better, they're, or they're but just they're joking like, around, oh. I, don't, I don't
0: care. But and you're it, my little curry monkey. That's like a sweet. Rory, that's a term of endearment. Rory right? Hensy texts me. Me curry monkey
4: once a week. <laughs> That's great. I'm like, oh, glad you you haven't drank yourself to death yet.
5: You
0: oh, know, oh, there you good. go. I uh, still have his number in my thing too. Uh, it's three o'clock. I know you wanted to get uh, out of here. Do you want to tell us when your uh, next show by. at um, Buck uh, um Is it every other? It's I gonna be we're once a month. doing it every thursday.
4: other Thursday. I, I told every other Thursday. I, I uh, Make sure they get a PA for the next one because. I don't want to keep dragging your PA back. Anymore. Right, it's it kind of a, annoying. It's a pain in the ass. Well,
0: it, but the thing is, if I'm on the show and I can stay, stay I can always bring it back, and it's not. Right, a big deal. but that's
4: also a pain in the ass for you. you it's drag not. It but it's I not that. They, now that it has sick. the cart,
0: the cart is easy. I think they just ordered one though. So okay, well. good. But yeah, you're you're
4: always welcome on that show. Thank so you. that's on the 22nd, I think,
0: is the next 22nd one. 22nd of February. February. Buckhorn is at right you go to the take the BART to the Montgomery, come up and it's right there on Market Street, Market in Second, right. Market in Montgomery. Right off that go check Bart, it out. Stop. And they have really good beer. They have really good beer selection and their onion rings are awesome.
4: Their food is totally overpriced, so if you're a comic, yes. you you only get um an appetizer, which is already in the green room. Anytime you order food, you're not gonna get a discount on it because we had a comic last time who uh, kind of pulled a dine and dash. I thought may- maybe he thought they just got the food.
5: Oh. So I,
4: I ended up having, cause, you know, I invited him there. and right, stuff. So sure. I ended up covering it. I left with a $50 fucking bar tab by what? the end of it. Yeah. So, ba- so basically... We can talk about this. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Hey,
0: everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on Some Call Me Tim. This has been Keith D, Keith Dirty. Go check him out at... At Real Keith Dirty on uh, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Check uh, him out, fucking with the MTA people, yeah, yeah. hilariously, uh, and then j- uh, follow him on the Facebooks and see where all his shows are. He does a lot of stuff Milk Bar. You're Sylvan. You got all his Milk guy. Bar.
4: I got a podcast on iTunes called Road Rage with Keithy. E. Road Rage. It's uh, there's six episodes. It's, it's a good podcast. Cool,
0: sweet. Uh, thanks for being here, Keithy. E., everybody, bye. Sure.
3: Of swimming through a sea, a podcast? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship Alright, scurvy shit McRat.
6: <laughs> hey everybody. Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers.
2: So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local Canvas procurement center. Join the Green army.com. Hey,
7: ladies Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll from some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m. Rock and roll only night of the week. We have a five dollar cover charge. Always five bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two to two. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got whiskey Wednesday, tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special: a shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California Lager for eight bucks.
0: Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018.
3: Oh, yeah, it goes down.
0: All right, everybody. Uh, Thank you for listening to Some Call Me Tim. That was Keith Dirty. That was a lot of fun. I am going to make a commercial for uh, the Roxy, which is an amazing amazing, uh, resource, local, cool resource. In the mission It is a 501c3 now. We're going to have a new partnership with them. Exciting stuff. Uh, But I'm going to record a commercial. So we're going to try this. And it's going to be interesting because I'm all by my lonesome. So I'm going to do my best. Here we go. <laughs> the Rock theater San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema bringing you the best coolest weirdest most thought-provoking movies of the past present and future hands down there is no better way to get your film fixed than at this legendary historic theater visit www.roxy.com today for showtimes and tickets How was that everybody? How did I do? Shall we listen to it? I think we should. Maria Aldeberto is calling us right now. Don't know what the that it's about. Not answering. Uh here we go. Let's listen to it. I think that was pretty good for a one. One take. One take. One take Benjamin. That's what they call me. That's what they call me. One take Benjamin. Here we go. Listening back. Hey, no, hey, hey. Oh, I don't know why that happened. Boo. That didn't work. Don't save. I I don't know what a mistake I made. I thought I had a great one and I was, uh, grrr. Okay. Uh, let me do that again. Dang it. It was a good first take. Well, now, well, now I've practiced. So lucky us, right?
5: Uh. Oh, right.
0: okay hold on Uh, I'm using Oklahoma because they asked for something movie like and that makes sense so here we go The Rock Alright everybody. How'd I do on that one? Let's listen. And the land we belong to is grand. Boop boop boop. Boop boop boop. Okay, here we go everybody. All right, that's fine with me. I'm gonna fade it out at the end, and uh, yippee, yippee, skippy, everybody. <laughs> An old Some Call Me Tim. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. When it's Wednesday at two o'clock, and you hear that trippy music chiming in. You think to yourself, What am I listening to? Why am I here? Am I ready to listen to some call me Tim? I finally timed it out like a champion. Those who've listened to some call me to some call me Tim would know that. I usually don't time that out right. I'm super excited because today, as my special guest, I have comedy business maven of maven? True Hustle Entertainment. Anthony Medina with us. Yes.
8: Yay. That's oh, me. Hey. Ooh, thank you so much, fam, for having yeah, me. I appreciate so it. Excited. Yeah. Maven. Yeah, what maven. Is, what yeah. does maven mean?
0: Uh, that it's someone who's um, different than the pack, thinking in a different way. Oh, wow. Uh, if you're a maven, it's like, yeah, uh, like a, a, a spawner, an originator, uh, someone who's moving in other people. Like okay, so there are com- there are people who have comedy, mm-hmm. you know. Businesses, or quote unquote, they you know they produce shows, and they all have different names. We know, but a Maven would be the one who's like the head behind, you know, one of the best or most forward moving, uh-huh. well, progressing. Thank you so much for of. that. Uh, yeah, I absolutely. thought it was like,
8: like a wizard or sorcery. Sure, or like kind of Maven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, this is like a Roman time or like a, the. I wonder dark what Asians?
0: the der- derivation of Maven is from. I would have to think that it's it's not French because they don't use a lot of V. Vi- and if it's V, de bivois, not like Maven. It's yeah. got to be more possibly Germanic or European. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. Lithuania. Sure. I don't you know. think that it's Latin, though. <laughs> I don't think that Maven comes from any Latin word. I okay. All right. well,
8: a little Google search later. But, yeah. I like. but thank you so much, Pat, for yeah, having thanks, me. I appreciate thanks for it.
0: Thanks for being here. So Some Call Me Tim is the show where we talk about things that you believe in.
8: Yeah,
5: yeah.
0: I know that uh, you believe in. True hustle, and uh, you. I mean, it's been six years now that you have. It's, we're coming up on the six-year anniversary of the good times at the Grotto.
8: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you'll be on that show. Thank I'm you so much excited. for doing it. excited. And like, yeah, like uh, it, it's been pretty trippy because, like, especially with like these uh, yearly. Uh, you know and whatever of like and just a, yeah. what's happening you, you, you think back about what's been going on sure and you know you know how it is with here at Mutiny Radio and what you've been doing over the years and it's just like wow there's been a lot done there's been a lot yeah yeah So well so you've
0: got the free alcohol there at the great sports basement which is amazing it's always stacked with people uh, and you definitely figured out the whole thing with like people paying for a couch and all that reserved stuff. So smart.
8: Yeah, yeah. If anything, uh, we do that over with the brainwash too with the tables. Yeah, it's super smart. So you smart. Could, like, uh have, like free GA to kind of get in. Uh, that way, it would just as long as I know that people come, they're going to give because of right. you know, it's that whole karma effect. That's one of the things I believe in, it's a huge karma effect. So whatever you give, it's going to come right back to you. Sure. And sure enough, it's been happening.
0: But what, you know, this is philosophically, why should people pay attention to
8: comedians? Thank <laughs> you because it's the last freedom of speech oh so for me like with all this chaos that's going on in this world like what am I g- what can I do and Makes stuff sense. like this is the best that I could do because for me through comedy I was able to unlock the whole different different person huh then because of the idea that I just wanted a place to speak
0: where, where, what would you be like if you'd never found comedy what do you think you would be doing
8: angry 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 uh, just upset with like would everything you st- that's going on but
0: would you still be working at the dildo factory i mean the the sex toy thing would you what do you think where do you if you you know what was it nine years ago Something something like that so put yourself back into that space where you right before you decided to do comedy if you would have not gotten on stage and you would have said no i'm not gonna go to the did you go to comedy college
8: I did for like six
0: months so if you would have said that you know in that moment of like you know what no I'm not going to spend money on this
8: I'm not going to do comedy college
0: where do you think that if you could imagine yourself where what would you be where would you what would you be like And angry we know you're
8: angry yeah I would have been lost like really not knowing who I was Cause right at the time before I started to do comedy, you know, I was like living the life, you know, I was living downtown. I had a beautiful girlfriend and like, uh, I thought I was living that life. What were you, what, what were you doing for money? Uh, so that's when I was working at the vibrator company. Oh, okay. so yeah, yeah, you get some really beautiful, uh, people coming around you when you work in the sex industry. Right. Right. Um, especially like I, I would uh, give out vibrators to all like girlfriends and things like that. Sure, yeah. And, absolutely. You know, they, they liked me because sure. of it and stuff. So like, I would have been, I like. That attention, I guess, right. and that's when I was like kind of getting into it, and it's just like. But then uh, after, like, she broke up with me, then I had to like kind of relook at who I was as a person. Huh. And uh, I like I had done comedy, but then once I had, was with her, I, then I was like I was about her. Right, right, and
3: right, so, right, like, right, right, So like next
8: thing you know, and back then I was like when I was in relationships, I would try and please the other as much as possible. Sure. You know, and I ended I didn't know at the time, but like uh, I lost myself. I lost yeah. who I, my own thoughts and beliefs were.
0: Because you were so, you were so codependent with that other person that you'd meshed their life into yours so completely Exa- that you didn't, your all your wants and needs were fulfilling their wants and needs.
8: Yeah, and it was just like a an endless road that I was never going to really like attain the things that I really wanted to. Huh. And so uh, it was that particular moment. And I remember when I moved into my new spot, and it was like, it was just trash everywhere because it was like an old basement and that was the moment where I was like I hit that was my Rock bottom moments. Wow. And I remember being in but a case. But things weren't day. that
1: bad. Oh, yeah. I mean you had a job.
8: yeah You had a new good. place.
0: It was just you had to clean it up. Yeah. You, yeah, you lost a girl, but you were what, twenty-three?
8: Yeah. Uh 20, twenty 26 Okay, okay yeah. twenty-six. Yeah. You're like,
0: this is it. No, I can't it my bottom. Yeah. But I like, mean, if that was your bottom, that's a pretty high bottom. That's
8: yeah. that's nice. Yeah, if anything, that's what kind of helped me get through it initially and sure. like kinda like not get into a crazy funk. Sure. You know, where because I heard these stories of people just going and I was just like you know what like how can I what's something that I want to do what's something that what was the last time I actually remember asking myself this when was the last time you felt like yourself well when did were you running during this period oh yeah heavily you were so heavily. you were yeah I was doing like probably 16 to 18 miles during these days because I was wow. just like I was gone you know wow. like if you I, yeah, I always kind of like connect with uh, Forrest Gump sure, and sure like Crocodile Dundee yeah absolutely you know these, these mad max these solitude guys that like right it's like you know what like you just go and sure. you just move and then somehow the shit figures itself out right right so like uh, I 16, enjoyed that. 16 to
0: 18 miles that's crazy yeah.
8: yeah yeah that's
0: some serious like meditative state stuff yeah
8: yeah and if anything it, it, it was just helping me sleep just sure. till, like, be, I, I literally would just run till i was so tired so that way because i was, I couldn't sleep like right. i was like i was still sleeping right next to her and we were like trying to figure out like what was going to happen oh next.
0: wow so you broke up you were still living together. Yeah. So like, uh, Yeah. Oh, so like, that's so hard.
8: Yeah, but it only, it, it happens, like, it was only for, like, a month, because I found a place within three days. That's so good, and yeah. And so, like, uh, it, it happened quickly, you know? Yeah. And so, at least I was out of there. And, uh, but, like, uh, I remember I came back, and I was, like, I tried to, like, not be around where she was. Right, sure. And I, and I thought she was, like, away, and I put on, like, a James Brown uh, Super Bad. Yeah. And because when I'm in these phones, I try and get myself out. <laughs> Absolutely. And one of the way I do it is do music and dance. So, next to you know, I was just like dancing around, saying, so You're gonna get through this and shit. Like, I, I tied myself, you know, reprogramming sure. myself. Absolutely. And uh, all of a sudden, I saw something in the corner move. <gasps> and she I was there. like, oh, She was there the entire time. Oh, <laughs> no. And then I was like, I was like, Why did you say anything? And she was like, I thought you just like were ignoring me. And like, No, I didn't know you were here. Exactly. It, yeah. it was actually the last laugh we had, was that particular that's moment. Funny. So, like, uh, but like, that's looking back, she was like, she got an inside view of what I was already seeing within my mind, Right. you know? So I was just like, I had my day of like, where I just balled out and just like, oh, what was going on? And then sure. after that, I-